0: Kilowatt, My name is Bodie, and I am your host and I have to apologize because I skipped a week because I was very busy. So let's talk about that, shall we? <clears throat> on um, Let's see, I worked Wednesday and Thursday. Had kind of a late night on Thursday. I was exhausted. Friday, went to Vegas on Friday night to take some engagement photos. There's a bunch of stuff that happened in Vegas that was not fun. It wasn't bad. It wasn't gambling and all the debauchery you would normally think of. It was more of like just kind of sitting around and waiting. And, uh, my, took my oldest daughter, who's 21. We went to Vegas to do some engagement photos. The gentleman was in the hospital. So we just kind of had to sit around and wait for him to get out of the hospital. <laughs> and then, uh, so that was most of Saturday. We went out to on the strip on Saturday night. Um, and, and things were just very busy and, uh, we got back at midnight because we were exhausted and had to shoot not super early on Saturday morning or on Sunday morning, but we had to shoot. Um, we had to get up and be ready to go, uh, kind of early for Vegas, and we shot the engagement photos and hopefully those came out nice. Uh, my oldest, she is editing those now, and we'll see. And then shot some drone footage, drove back, got back into Phoenix about eight thirty or so exhausted 8 30 on Sunday night Monday um, spent all day with my kids but wanted to record and I ended up not being able to and then on top of that um, who I love I love seeing my father-in-law but he came over and so that meant meant that I was a little bit further behind and couldn't record and then I got called in to work to do overtime and um, I worked if you don't know I'm a firefighter so I worked 48 hour shifts so I worked 12 hours on Monday Basically twelve at eight o'clock at night, to eight in the morning, Monday to Tuesday, and then I worked my normal forty-hour shift. And then I came home uh, yesterday, had really fun with my, had a lot of fun with my kids, and then my son got sick, like the flu, vomiting, a little bit of diarrhea, and he was sick all day today. Oh, and I went when I went to work, I uh, strained my Achilles. Uh, so I now have Achilles tendonitis and I can hardly walk. I walk like a, a cripple and I basically am not allowed to do any strenuous activity. I need to stay seated until that kind of heals. So we'll see what happens tomorrow when I go to the doctor. But yeah, lots of fun stuff. Um, a little bit of it involving gross fluids output in, by my four-year-old baby boy. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of what's been happening in my world. And I apologize for missing, uh, because we've actually had quite an uptick in listeners. And I don't like ever missing, but I really don't like missing when we're getting some momentum. And so I really apologized. Sometimes that's going to happen just because, you know, I can't say no to my family and I can't say no to work. And, you know, the other stuff that kind of comes up in between... Uh, Those are the things that I sometimes have to say no to, and I'm very good about rarely saying no um, to this podcast, because I love doing it so much, and I don't like missing out on it. So yeah, so that is that. Uh, I'm trying a new way of taking notes for this show, and I downloaded a notes app called Bear a while ago, and I've really been liking it, and I... I still like it. I don't think it's right for this sh- show, for a lot of different reasons. Um, one being, I can't seem to. There we go. I can't seem to get it to like. It's got a little. Um, if I find an article on the web that I want to highlight, I hit this little the little bear and it sends it right to my app. Um, but it doesn't send any of the information as far as who wrote it or. Um, What the publication was. It does have some links. But it doesn't give me anything up the front that's easy. So I don't really like that. But let's talk about. Lucid Air. This is the first story. And uh, I'll try and get through these. Sort of quick. Because I know the longer that I go. The more I drone on. And I've already droned on a lot. So let's see. Lucid Air. uh, Which if you don't know. Is Lucid Motors vehicle car. They have. Um a comp, they have achieved 217 miles per hour on an oval test track. Now that's pretty fast, but if you know anything about electric cars, it's only lim- the speed is really only limited to the whatever the software says because the electric motors will just go and you can't really uh, one that's unsafe uh, just to let the electric motor go full out. Um, it's probably something that a human isn't going to be able to control for very long, and a car isn't going to hold up to that kind of abuse. And two, it's bad for the the uh, it's bad for the motors, it's bad for the driver in general. Sorry about that. I don't know where that came from. It's bad for the driver, and it's bad for uh, the batteries. But uh, theoretically, uh, this car will be manufactured with the ability to go two hundred and seventeen miles an hour. Probably not. We'll see right now lucid is raising the seven hundred million dollars so that they can build their their factory in Casa Grande taking a drink right quick so that's interesting this was um e v obsession I think that did this article um, anyway, so lots of interesting stuff as far as what's going on with lucid motors they seem to be able to stay in The weekly news cycle was just little updates here and there. Again, I hope that they're able to build this car because I think it's beautiful. But just like everything, it's just vaporware up until the point where they actually get to build it. So we got that story. Second story, the Nissan Leaf, you can get current Nissan Leafs at a pretty hefty discount. Um... Let's see. This is the current Nissan LEAF. Uh, And the article says that it's expected to, the the current, the new Nissan, let's see. So they're trying to move out some inventory so that you can get, um, with subsidies and incentives, you can get a Nissan LEAF for $13,000. Um, the discounts have been reported in Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky, North Carolina, South Carolina, and, and Florida. Um, and that you can get a seventeen, you can get up to seventeen thousand five hundred dollars in incentives uh, when you add the federal tax, which is really awesome. Here's the only problem, and thirteen thousand dollars is probably about the right size for it. Right price for a Nissan Leaf as far as I'm concerned because it doesn't it's got a 30 kilowatt hour battery pack which makes it go about 107 miles in terms of range Um, that's not even for like if my wife was to drive to work and back um, that would be plenty for her I only go to work like I said since I work 48 hours at a time I only go to work one to two days a week depending on how the, the schedule rotates And I just stay there. So I don't do a whole lot of driving. But my wife could probably do that. For where she works. But I don't think. Just knowing her. And she's not a snob by any stretch of the imagination. I just don't think she would like. The look or the feel of the Nissan Leaf. It doesn't. To me. To my eye. It doesn't look like a very. um, Innovative or fun car to drive. I could be totally wrong on that. But that's just kind of. Where that's at, but if you are looking for an electric car and you don't want to wait for the Model Three and you don't want to spend the money on the Chevy Bolt, well, that's a good way to go, I think. I'm trying to get my father-in-law. My father-in-law has an RV, and he wants to buy like a moped. I'm trying to get him to go and buy one of these Nissan Leafs, even a used one, which are fairly cheap, you know, in the seven thousand dollar range, because he doesn't need it for a whole lot. He just needs to attach the car up to the RV, and then he can drive back and forth to town or whatever he wants to do. Uh, Let's see. GM is now offering, in some parts of the country, the, well, actually, it's nationwide. I guess it's really hard to get. I should be better at clarifying that. GM is offering the Chevy Bolt lease for $329 a month, Um, but the article says good luck getting it. Which is interesting. Let's go to the next one here. Um, Autonation CEO says Tesla is either a Ponzi scheme or it'll work out. This is inside EV's Robert Loveday. This is a really weird thing. This guy was talking to um at a, like a National Association of Dealers industry event, and he was talking about that, and he he said that his name is Mike Jackson. He said that. Tesla either is either a Ponzi scheme or it will work out, and I don't know exactly what he means by that because a Ponzi scheme is basically you take um, somebody's money. This is how I understand it. I had to look it up because I know all about Bernie Madoff, or I know about Bernie Madoff, but I don't, you know, how the whole thing worked. I wasn't I don't hundred. I wasn't one hundred percent clear on, and I'm still not. But basically, what it looks like is you take people's money and then. You shuffle that money around, and then you return some of it so that it makes it look like big, huge gains. And that's boiled down. That's what I got out of it. If I'm wrong, send me an email or shoot, hit me up on Twitter. Um, but this was just a very odd thing, I think, for him to say. Um, obviously, the dealers are not a huge fan of Tesla because they use their direct sales to reach customers. Um, And they're cutting out the dealer Which they don't like that Um, Let's see He says of Elon Musk He says you have to tip your hat He's created a brand that has a strong Cult-like following I don't know if that's supposed to be insulting or not And I guess in the past This guy has Mr. Jackson Has um, kind of come out and attacked Tesla Um, Let's see if there's anything else Interesting in here to read Really, what it's going to come down to, I think, is, you know, and what a lot of other people think, and I guess it's not even that big of a deal, or that big of a stretch, is that it's going to come down to the um, Model 3. And with 400,000 reservations, and I think we have an article later on that says that most people want, um, the car that most people want, they're willing to spend $50,000 on If that comes to fruition and works out the way that Tesla wants it to, that's going to be a huge success for the company. And it's not going to be a Ponzi scheme. It's going to work out, according to Mr. Jackson. So Elon sent out some tweets. Um, He said that the Tesla uh, semi-truck unveil is set for September. Um, And the pickup truck will be sometime in 2018, the reveal for that. Uh, but he said, Tesla semi-truck unveil set for September. Team has gone done an amazing job. Seriously, next level. And in another tweet, he said that the next-gen Roadster will be a convertible. And then um, I think he tweeted this. I, wasn't, I read it somewhere that the Model 3 reveal event will be in July. Some people thought it was going to be in June because the Tesla rewards program, or if you recommend a Tesla, Uh, somebody and they buy a Tesla, then you get, as the current owner of a Tesla, you get, like, these little, like... uh, It's almost like multi-level marketing where if you sell one thing, you get, like, a hat. But if you sell, like, four cars, you know, you get entered into a contest for, like, a new Tesla or brand-new rims or, you know, you name it. There's a ton of stuff out there. Um, So that... It said that prizes had to be claimed by like June 2nd or something like that. So a lot of people were thinking the reveal would be in June. But it turns out it's going to be in July. Which is on par with when they're supposed to start releasing the cars. And at first they're going to do a 1,000 Model 3s a week. And then they're going to go to 5,000 in September. Let's see. We talked about... Uh, this is from Tesla Model 3 Owners Club. Some There's a rumor that if the pre-built configurations are going to get priority, and then if you want a custom-built car, uh, you're going to have to wait for that. So that means like the battery upgrades, um, special seat, special... Um, I'm, I'm going to guess the, the all-glass roof is probably going to make you wait. We don't know exactly what all the the options are. Uh we do know that the the performance model or the dual motor model isn't gonna be out in for probably I think they said nine months after the car start is gonna start being built. So all of this kinda of makes sense. I I don't it's a rumor though, we don't know for sure. But it makes sense that it, that would be the case. Let's see. Um that article I was talking about where the people would be more likely to spend 50 or are more thinking they're going to spend at least $50,000 on the model S or model three, excuse me. Um, That was taken from a, let's see, 8,000 people. Um, We talked about big Ben Sullins. He's a data scientist. Uh, He used 8,000 people from, 8,000 Model 3 reservation holders surveyed from model3tracker.info. That's where he got his data. Just kind of cruising through here. We talked about Model 3 being announced in July. Let's see. And then finally, VW has been They've been talking a lot about their electric cars. And the only thing that makes me think that VW's really serious, because a lot of companies are like, hey, we're coming out with an electric car in 2020, which seems to be the, the year every electric car is going to hit the market. Um, but VW, I think, has an active um, interest because of Dieselgate. Um, they're more likely to actually follow through with their promises, I guess is what I really should say. They have set up a whole charging network as part of their, their settlement to make sure that the, the VWs and other cars that use the standard, whatever VW is going to use, uh, can can, char- can be charged. Uh, but they're going to announce next week, and I'm looking forward to this, a, um, their next all-electric crossover, and it will um, feature like an autopilot-type mode. Which is, which is awesome. And I've said this a thousand times on this podcast. But I love VW. Um, this is the first time in probably 15 years I haven't owned a VW. And I think that the company as you know, a whole produces great products. And they made very bad choices. And hopefully with all this electric stuff. They're going to start bringing that back online to being a great company again. Um, but the, the all electric crossover, here's my fear, right? Cause I would buy a VW electric VW car, but the all electric crossover sounds like it's going to be in the price range of like a Tiguan or something like that, where it's like, you know, starting at 45 or $50,000, we shall see. I really like them to release their first crossover or their first electric vehicle. I know that the uh Chevy, the Golf is can, you can get that in electric, but I'd really like them to do that in like a Passat or a Jetta, something that's a little bit more reasonably priced for people like me who can't afford a $50,000 car. But that's it. We'll keep um an eye on that. The the vehicle will be debuted next week at the Shanghai Auto Show, Motor Show, excuse me. So yeah I'm really looking forward to that, but that's it. That's the whole show. Let's talk about how you can get a hold of me. I don't think I'm gonna use the spare app for this show because that was a little it wasn't as as smooth as it normally is. I didn't think. Let me know what you think. uh you can email me Bodie at nine eighteen digital dot com you can hit me up on twitter at nine one eight digital. I have a phone number, 918-401-0071. You can uh, leave a message, and um, I'll play that on the show. If you have an iOS device and you like iMessage stickers, uh, check out the show notes, because you can uh, download one of the stickers that I've made, and that helps pay for the show. And that is it, I think. Let's see here. I'm working on a new website for the whole kilowatt and my other podcast it's called snap about nintendo stuff and um man i had another thing and it was just right on like the tip by oh tomorrow i'm gonna be doing a um i don't really want to say it's an interview i'm gonna be on somebody else's podcast tomorrow and it's called one track punk i don't know when it's gonna release i'll keep you updated and uh, if you want to listen to that i've listened to a couple of his episodes and um He just kind of talks to people about uh, what inspires them. And they're actually really good episodes. He's a good interviewer. And um, I'm going to be on tomorrow. Um, Don't know when it's going to be released, though. But I'll keep you updated. Thanks so much for listening to Kilowatt. I hope you guys have a great week. And I will talk to you in seven days.